How long does it take to build something complex? And how long does it take to rip it apart? How many untold millions of lives have been spent and squandered and skewered in stuffing up the overflowing blood urn of oligarchical state power? How many lives were burned at the stake and destroyed in wars in order to create institutions subject to the rule of law that the citizenry could to some degree trust? How long does it take to build something complex and how long does it take to take a baseball bat to its roots? Now, today, the day of reckoning is here and the Republic that hangs by a thread will either find justice or fall into the conveyor belt of history that takes the masses into the chewing jaws of blood-soaked power. Today, the memo has been released. I'll get into more details later. I just want to tell you my thoughts and feelings about it now. This memo of abuses of secret surveillance by the Justice Department and the FBI with regards to Trump prior to the election, between the election and the assumption of the presidency and throughout the Trump-Russia investigation. Here's what happened. Here's what's in the memo. I'll put links to it below. The Steele dossier was key to the initial FISA application to start spying on Carter Page, Trump advisor. They used the contents of the Steele dossier without telling the court where the information came from and how unreliable and false it was, unverifiable. They used the contents of the Steele dossier to get a FISA application approval and three further renewals against it. The Steele dossier. A bunch of unverified bribe-funded oppo research paid for by the Hillary campaign and the DNC. The guy who put it together, ooh, foreigners meddling in the election. You might not need to go as far as Russia for this, people. He paid shadowy guys in Russia for unverified dirt on Trump, including the absurd idea that Trump hired Russian prostitutes to piss on a bed Obama had slept in. Pretty ironic, actually, because Obama is probably himself wetting the bed right now. And he said, Steele said, well, this is being used to blackmail Trump. Now it turns out the FBI also paid Steele. Now, if you don't know the sources of your intelligence information directly, if you don't know their motives, if you don't know how they got a hold of this information. You can't judge the information. You can't spread it. You can't verify it. It should be used as no basis for any policy decisions whatsoever. Last year, on this very channel, I asked three questions. When did the surveillance begin? Did the Steele dossier play a role in getting the necessary permissions to wiretap a presidential campaign? And was campaign-related information that came out of this wiretapping shared with Trump's political opponents? Well, the first two we know, and the third we pretty much know, because why on earth would you be doing all of this if you weren't trying to benefit your political friends? Andrew McCabe, in the memo today, 
it's revealed that he has confirmed that the FBI would never have sought a FISA warrant from the FISA court without the information contained in the Steele dossier. This is very important. They used this unverified oppo research piece of bullshit document to get a warrant to wiretap people involved in the Trump campaign and in the Trump transition team. The then-director, James Comey, he signed three FISA warrants in question on behalf of the FBI. Deputy Director Andrew McCabe signed one. Then DAG Sally Yates, then acting DAG Dana Bonte, and DAG Rod Rosenstein each signed one or more FISA applications for the DOJ. These are sworn statements that unleash the surveillance power of the most powerful agencies in the U.S. government on individual citizens. There is supposed to be a very high wall to access this kind of power. But as it turns out, the FISA court over 33 years granted almost 34,000 warrants, denied only 12. So how badly did the FBI want this FISA? How much were they worried about falling into the 0.0312 out of 34,000 denials? What they did was when they submitted the FISA application, they used information in the dossier, but did not tell the judge the source of the information, that it was murky, paid for, bribed, and bought off oppo research from the DNC and Hillary Clinton. In other words, because they left this information out, it seems logical that they would have every reason to believe that the FISA request would have been denied if they had put that information in. That is an ungodly risk to take. Why would the FBI take that risk? To to falsify and omit crucial information in a sworn document to unleash the powers of surveillance through the FISA court. Why? Why would they take that risk? Well, for two reasons. Number one, they were told by the media that Hillary was certain to win. And, as we all know, if Hillary had won, this would never have come to light. Why would this never have come to light? Because they knew for absolute certain that the media would never report on this. They would never dig it up. They would never find out the facts. The media would circle the wagons to protect Hillary's presidency, just as they circled the wagons to protect Obama's presidency. The political origins of the Steele dossier were clearly known to senior FBI officials, to senior Department of Justice officials. They knew it had come from bullshit-bribed political oppo research, but they excluded all these facts from their FISA applications. Why would they do that? Because the court would assume, I'm guessing, that when the FBI said, we need to wiretap this person because we're convinced that they're committing a crime based on this information, that the information that they're providing has been vetted through the FBI's normal channels, that it has been verified, not CIA weapons of mass destruction verified, but verified. Now, if the FBI had said this information 
was paid for. We don't know the sources. It was paid for by the guy who collected it, Christopher Steele. It was paid for by Hillary Clinton and the DNC. We can't verify a damn thing. I assume that the FISA court would have said, take a long walk off a short pier. But because none of that information was included, the source and the unverifiability and the unreliability of the information, the court said, sure, good. The FBI was relying on the assumption of the court that the information had been vetted through the FBI's normal process and channels. And that's why they did not include the source. The memo clearly shows the FISA court was misled by McKay, by Yates, by Comey, by Rosenstein. Is Rosenstein going to be fired? Should, should he at least recuse himself? The information in the Steele dossier was compromised in just about every conceivable manner. Paid for by people who hated Donald Trump. The informants themselves were paid. The information was unverified. The FBI had no chance to interview anyone who'd give the information to Christopher Steele. And Christopher Steele himself was desperate to keep Donald Trump out of the presidency. Was fully committed to standing between Donald Trump and the presidency. There is conflict of interest and compromise in every conceivable layer of this. Now, the now ironically named Federal Bureau of Investigation and Justice Department. What did they do? Well, they held up their spears on the oncoming cavalry of basic truths. They mounted a massive campaign that went on for months to keep all of the information that's in this memo out of the hands of the House Intelligence Committee. They had to be threatened with contempt charges and other pressures to force them to give up the information in this memo. Once the information provided, reluctantly, under threat by the FBI and the Justice Department, was put into a memo, some parts of it were extracted and put into a memo, the FBI, the Justice Department, and the Capitol Hill Democrats supporting them, and the media supporting them, were fierce in opposing the release of this information. Of course, in other news, Fox doesn't like electric fence around Hen House. They said, oh, the release of the memo, it's going to massively endanger national security. It's going to undermine the rule of law. It might even conceivably threaten the average American voter's trust in massive, shadowy, omnipotent government agencies with almost zero accountability. And this is the flip. This is the flip. Insane people do this all the time. If you release this memo, say the people who've read the memo, it's going to endanger national security. Now the memo's out. Oh, it's a nothing burger. It's like taking a ride in a crazy barrel of cocaine monkeys rolling down a hill. I'm sorry, that's pretty offensive to monkeys, come to think of it. Intelligence Committee Chairman Devin Nunes stayed the course. Trump stayed the course. And the memo was revealed today. And this is not the end of the rabbit hole, my friends. This is not everything that the House has learned in their review of the Justice Department and the FBI and this unbelievable violation of the Fourth Amendment and of constitutional rights and of due process 
So there's going to be more to come. This is just may just be the tip of the iceberg. There's going to be more. This is a tough one for the media to spin. And it is not just the republic that hangs in the balance, but the credibility of the mainstream media for just about every rational, sane human being also hangs in the balance. Dear God, let's cut that. I mean, if, if, if the Republicans had conspired with, say, the Bush administration and the DOJ and the FBI to smear Obama as a Russian agent because they had some scraps of paper scribbled on by some foreign spy who openly hated Obama and wanted to prevent him from becoming president, the Democrats would go mad. But it's the other side. And they are not interested in objective truth. They are cheering for their team. Their team of liars and bribers and corruptors. Also interesting, this is the one document that was not leaked. Everything else is leaking like a sieve. This is the one document that was not leaked, which tells you everything you need to know about the leakers and their allegiances. And the ramifications of this within the FBI are staggering. You have senior members of the FBI lying to, misrepresenting on sworn documents in order to gain access to the private conversations of their political enemies in order to aid their political friends. This is where the culture is. The fish rots from the head down. This is where the culture of the FBI is. And so now with this silent, the shockwave travels throughout the legal system, how many investigations have been compromised? Flynn should be pardoned immediately. How many other documents did these people put their signatures on? Falsely. How much of the FBI remains uncorrupted? If those in the FBI committed these illegal actions, how many of them are being blackmailed as we speak? But you see, it is Russia who tampered in the U.S. election, according to the media, over and over and over again. Russia, Russia, Russia. It's like Rayman in service of evil. It's Russia, you see, that colluded that influenced the American election. I am so sick and tired of these lies. The media. How do you know they're lying? The camera light's on. And the FBI. Man, you should look a little at the history of the FBI. In the 1940s, they said, well, there's no organized crime in America. In the 1950s, they said, McCarthy... That's insane. There are no communists in the State Department or in the government. That's madness. There's no communist influencing handing over Russia to murderous, uh, handing over China to murderous Mao. In the 1960s, the FBI was, oh yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald totally acted alone. In the 1970s, they smeared Nixon as a traitor for trying to bring an end to the disastrous Vietnam War. In the 1990s, they praised and heralded Bin Laden as a great ally to America. But you know who are the real terrorists? Those Branch Davidians in Waco. In the 2000s, mm, they said over and over again, we don't spy on Americans. How shocking and appalling to even think so. In the 2010s, this decade, the FBI, wow. What do they say? We didn't tamper the U.S. elections. That was Russia. So what do we have? A blinding flash of illumination and a very short window for decisive action. Very short window. The mainstream media cheese grater 
of current memories is fast at work to throw this deep in the rear view and then claim that you're obsessed with bringing it up again. No. Short window where the enemy is pushed back by a sudden shockwave of basic reality and a short window for decisive action. What do we have? We have federal officials conspiring to spy on a rival political campaign. Using and denying they were using information that was unverified from people who were completely untrustworthy. And these officials, by withholding the untrustworthy source and the unverified nature of the information, defrauded the judiciary by withholding this key information in sworn documents. Is anyone going to be finally held accountable for anything in this goddamn world? You have wild rogue agencies with near omnipotent power orchestrating soft coups and attempting to fundamentally change the course of a U.S. election. And this is the price for letting Lois Lerner and the IRS steal the 2012 election for Obama by denying the right of political organization to conservative groups and demanding, in some cases, lists of names. We have the most powerful agencies in America paying for dirt on people, lying to judges in sworn documents in order to spy on their friends' political enemies. To protect Hillary, to pave the way for Hillary, to protect Obama. People say, oh, it is a scandal-free administration under Obama. No drama, Obama. (sighs) I think that may be subject to some re-evaluation. Now, why is this important to you? It's important to you because you vote. It's important to you because you think. It's important to you because you care about the freedoms that your ancestors slaved and died in order to hand to you, quivering from a bloody and often early grave. And because this is a very public example of massive corruption in law enforcement and the Department of Justice in America. That time prior, under the IRS, it was the conservative groups. Now... It's Trump advisors. Could be you next. Could be you next. They could pay someone to pay someone for dirt on you. They could leak it to the media. They could run to the court saying, this seems to be an issue. They could, through lies of omission, imply that the information was vetted. And then the media will fall upon you like the sword of Damocles, dragging your reputation through the mud, destroying your source of income while requiring you to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on legal bills. And that, my friends, is no longer what they call freedom. And this is the state of America, and it is a state in not just America. Activist judges imposing their will upon the neutral law, weaponized Department of Justice, weaponized FBI. Russia? It was Russia who meddled in the election? This is like having the murderer as the jury foreman pointing at the innocent man for the crime that he committed. How many people were in on this lie or covered up for this lie or refused to investigate this lie? Where would your freedoms be? without the alternative media, without Judicial Watch, 
without newness. I thought it was bad. But this is the nature of covering political corruption. It's always worse than you think. Because the FBI, where is the accountability? The FBI reports to the president. Therefore, it is the president who must hold the FBI responsible. Because the FBI is fundamentally responsible to the American voters through the office and authority of the president. Drain the swamp, you said, President Trump. Drain the swamp. Are you having a tough time draining the swamp? It's because more and more stagnant, filthy water keeps flowing into the swamp. This, this memo, where this points to, this is a main channel for bringing the water and the blood and the bodies into the swamp. So what do you need to do when you want to drain the swamp? And there are rivers of blood flowing into the swamp. You find those ingresses. You find the biggest one. You block it up. You damn it off. And you shut it down. <laughs> 